and welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from Ron. Hello, I'm Ron. Hi, Ron. How's it going, Laura? Oh, you know, just loving my life. That sounded so sarcastic, but you just got back from two weeks in, in Greece. So. I had a lovely holiday, except for a, a very weird incident. Um, do you want to hear about a weird incident? Is this the, the olive press tour or the plane or no, 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 the, no. the cat piss luge? No. Right. Where would you say is the creepiest part on a person's body to kiss a stranger? Um, back of the knee. Oh, yeah, that is creepy. I got kissed by a creep just on on my upper arm. <laughs> like, between elbow and shoulder. Just a little smacker on my bicep. Context. Like, the context is weird. Me and Tom are exploring some ruins um, up in, in Crete, and then... We turn around a corner and there's a creepy little dude sitting on a rock who's like, in Greek accent, I won't do it, have you seen the Roman cisterns over here? And we're like, oh, no. So we go over and have a look. Creepy dude is showing us and we're like, oh, who's this man that just sits on a rock showing people where the Roman cisterns are? And we're like, fine. And then he he gets quite insistently, like, talking to... Mm us well me because tom's like striding away but i'm there trying to be like super polite like don't upset a a slightly strange person and then he asks if we can take a photo together and i'm like oh this man smells horrendous i don't want to get near him but like he wants me to take the photo on my phone (laughs) so he doesn't benefit from the photo in any way (laughs) so i was like yeah sure i'll take a photo took a photo together and then he just kissed me on on the upper arm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, not a fan of that. That's weird, isn't it? That is weird. It's such a soft part of the body to get kissed on by a weirdie. Yeah, and he's really engineered that. And presumably he wasn't shorter than you. He was, Ron, he was. That was just lip height for him. Well, I think he was crouching a little bit. As per a man that sits on a rock and shows people some ruins. Like, now I'm starting to wonder if he was real. Sorry to backtrack slightly, but I can't get this out of my head. What's a cistern in a Roman sense? Surely not the back part of a toilet. No. So, it was like a huge... You know, like a layer of a multi-storey car park. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the Romans didn't have cars, so, so a big square space that yeah. was flat and hard. But with like big, very square columns in it, cut into a, a cliff, a rocky cliff, um, up on the top of this mountain where these ruins were. And I guess it was for them to store water or just keep things cool? Don't really know. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Um, yeah, did, did you... I mean, I've I've known you for a long time now. I presume you thanked him, took the photo and walked away. Well, yeah, I avoid conflict at pretty much all costs. So I did walk away. And then I said to Tom, oh, I really hated that. That really creeped me out. I didn't like that. And he went, why are we being so nice to him then? And I was like, I don't know. I think that's just my default. So they don't get angry and start screaming at me. Yeah. What would you have done? 
Um, I don't think I'd have said anything. I'd have, I'd have probably jumped away and made it very clear that that was bad. <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, I do that, like when what, kiss a, people on the arm. No, no, no. Like when a close friend like <laughs> would gently touch me on the shoulder, I'll jump halfway across the room. So um, I think an, an old, an old cistern ruin man kissing me tenderly on the bingo wing would <laughs> cause um, cause distress. Um, I, I probably wouldn't say anything. Um, uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Other than that, though, lovely holiday. <laughs> nice. That's very nice. Um, how have you been? Have you been all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm just... Um, uh, I'm just very boring. I've just got a lot of work on at the moment. Oh, you're such a grown-up. Anyway, listen, it's a good episode today, and it's a bit long, so we probably shouldn't have told that whole story about a, a cistern man. Um, Ron, lots of people are very worried that you're dead. Would you like to address claims and prove that you're alive? No, I would like to spend the next couple of months um, sowing seeds of doubt, playing backwards clips of cryptic clues, <laughs> introducing another character, maybe using the album art to to insinuate my death. Um, and you aren't I, on any of the album art, to be fair. Yeah, but I think like a picture of me boiled or something. Oh no, Rob. Um, <laughs> Um, and then me, and then let's let's do a Ron look like competition somewhere, and we'll find an orphan that can be me. Oh, you are a strange guy. Whether you're alive or not, the heat has done interesting things to that noggin of yours. Um, thank you. We've got a lot to catch up on in terms of the social medias. We've said thank you a lot just on social media. But special shout out this week to Emma on Instagram, who sent us a lovely message about having found the podcast and binged it all and then having to cope with the slow drip of weekly episodes now. Yeah, sorry about that. We simply can't put more out because we don't have time. It takes a lot of effort putting it out. Doesn't it, Ron, who had to do the socials and now appreciates how much hard work I put into this? Yes. I can't learn science, but I am good at Twitter. Woohoo! And also, Emily L is binging and not caught up yet. But Emily, I wanted to leave this as a hello and a nice surprise for when you get here. Mm. Mm -hmm. If anyone um, else is binging and not caught up, hey, let us know. We'll always say hi it, from the future to you in the past, but you'll listen in the future. What? Probably not the forum, Laura, but a um, friend of the podcast, Danny, messaged uh, the podcast on Instagram. But it was, it was meant for you, but I did reply and I said, hey, Laura's on holiday, but you should probably catch that up. Hey, Danny. <laughs> Also, from Twitter, there's a cool animated periodic table that we did retweet, but I've also put a link to it in the show notes, so have a listen to that. Uh, have a listen to that. Have a look at that. It's like a cool... Like, all of the elements have been animated with how full the rings are and um, what's on them and stuff, so that's good. Uh, CG figures, shout out to them. It was cool. Mm, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And also, my final note before you listen to the episode, my topical comedy was correct at the time of recording. Yes. Enjoy. Hello, Laura. Hi, Ron. How are you? Mm, do you know what? I'm a bit dopey and dazed today, and I'm thirsty. So... Oh, Great segue! What do you mean? Great segue. Do you, do you remember what we were talking about last week? Uh, not Energy. last week, last biology. Last oh, biology. No, no way. 
<laughs> no, I remembered last week, though. Uh, renewable energy. Yes, you just aced the quiz. No, last biology lesson, we were talking about diffusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You weren't a fan. Ah, lungs. And yeah. the, um, the nephron. Oh, the nephron. You do love the nephron. I do love the nephron. It's a good God, word. God, that I've means learned. we did this before your walk. Yeah. That feels like ages ago. Mm, it was three weeks ago, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that does. <laughs> That's Moving how time on. works. So, can you just briefly explain what diffusion is? Because it's going to come up. Uh, it's chaos theory. Yes. Jurassic Park, dinosaurs. No. no. Yes. No. Yes. You said, (laughs) you said it was dinosaurs. Explained chaos theory. You did. did not say diffusion is dinosaurs. You said Jeff Goldblum tells us about it in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. So? So there you go. I'm just remembering things. Uh, No. Shut up. Diffusion. I haven't finished. Diffusion is uh, when all the wee needs to be in the clean water and then when something with loads of stuff in it is next to something with no stuff in it, the stuff wants to spread out a bit. And it yeah, just, I mean, it's... just goes in in there to get as much space chaotically and randomly as much percentage as possible of likelihood (laughs) and so what are the chances it wouldn't (laughs) yeah that is is diffusion explained like a lobotomy victim but (laughs) like the the premise is there so it's like a lobotomy victim what do you mean I mean, just like, uh, just you know, all of all of the words were a bit off. Why? Like, <laughs> Why? Just, and it was just a bit convoluted. But no, the premise was right. Don't don't praise in such damning fashion, please. I got it right, so just say well done, Laura. <laughs> no, because if I'm not going to praise in damning fashion, then you're not going to get praise. <laughs> okay. Hello, good sirs. Uh, Diffusion (laughs) is where there's immense saturation in one solution and then that solution uh, travels by the by a solution with a lower percentage of stuff in it and the stuff seeps through a membrane. Goodbye. There you well, go. Is that all you in a fancier like, language? <laughs> you sound like Charlie from Always Sunny trying to do bird law. <laughs> no. Right, well, yes, but it, all you needed to say was it's the movement of particles down a concentration gradient in solution. I think if you listen back to the recording, that is pretty much what I've said. Yeah, and if I kind of chiseled it down in some kind of Da Vinci Code-esque way, <laughs> like linking it with red bits of string, I might have like, been able to distill that from that. How are we still talking about a concept we covered last week? Because you are, you brought it up! Yeah, but I just wanted you to say that one thing, and then we could move on. Well, I did! 
Right. Okay. If you weren't so finickety, then it wouldn't take five minutes, would it? You just well, listen no. and understand, and then we could move if, on. If you just accepted my backhanded compliment and moved on. Well, how am I supposed to feel good about myself if your backhands are always compliments? I wasn't really trying to make you feel good about yourself. I think we should, please. Okay. Let's uh, let's dive into what we're doing today. Why can't that be a byproduct that I feel good about myself for once? Because <laughs> of your fucking brain chemistry. <laughs> Do you want to know what we're doing today? Well, I don't know now, because I was already in a floopy mood and now you've made me feel even grubbier. I thought it was really good. I was just poking Don't fun. use that tone. Just move on. Yes, please, Ron. I'd love to know what we're doing today. Nothing I thought it was good. I was just making fun of the way that you explained it. Is that kind? <laughs> That's a bit funny. <laughs> anyway. Come on, then. Today we're covering osmosis. Do you know what that is? Osmosis Jones. Why have you gone quiet? Aren't you talking? <laughs> I asked you if you knew ah, what it was. What did you, you, say? Named, you named a cartoon <laughs> and then you stared out the window. I thought you'd said something else. Um, <laughs> no, do I, said I know osmosis. what osmosis is? Yes. Oh, I can turn the volume down on my headphones. Mm. Can't he? Can he? Um, that's like seeping through stuff isn't it like when you say like oh, I learned that by osmosis it just went in while you were asleep uh, that's how it's commonly used yes but that's not what it is in sort of biology why don't they just use it like everything else does because people have taken it from the biology and then, then they're wrongly applying it to other situations It's it's not I don't think scientists back in the day were reappropriating random words. So is it not like stuff just seeping in of its own accord then? Yes, but not anything. It's specifically the movement of water across a membrane. Fuck, it's always fucking membranes, isn't it? In biology, it often is, yes. So, you remember last time... No. When we were doing diffusion, the particles yeah. were moving from a low, from a high concentration gradient to a low concentration gradient. Yeah. Osmosis is the process of water doing the opposite of that. Piss off. Why is it the opposite? Why? Why don't they just all do the same thing? Because if you think about it, the, no, the don't things... say if I think about it. I do think. Carry on thinking about it. So, <laughs> when we're talking about something in solution, we're talking about it being dissolved in water, right? Probably. So, when those particles are moving from high concentration to low concentration, you can. It, it makes sense that water would do the opposite because it, they're suspended in the water, right? Why would what? What? So, right, hang on. I've got some salty water in one cell. Yeah. I've got some just normal water in the other cell. Mm -hmm. And then they've got a sensation division. What's it called? Concentration gradient. That's it. They've got that. 
So the salt goes through the membrane into the other cell. Why yep. would the water go the other way? So when um, you talk about osmosis... Does the water not like the salt? So um, we're... Mostly, this happens across membranes where the the particle in solution isn't going through the membrane. Where where's that going then? Well, it's just staying on that side of the membrane. So okay. so you just have one cell that is saltier than the other one in this example. Right, and then what the water's like? Oh, that poor cell's got too much salt. We should go and help. Well, it kind of gets it gets a bit sucked in, yeah. So, um. Do you do you want to know the the sort of the, the physics of why this happens or no, or can you just I feel really cross and I don't really want to learn anything. Well, just imagine it's a bit like um, when it's a bit like oh no that's not gonna work. Let's just keep talking about it and you'll hear some <laughs> ways. You'll just hear, you'll hear some ways where it comes up, and then if you want to learn why this happens, we can, but you don't have to because it's not in the syllabus, but I knew you'd ask, so I did the research. Okay. So, this process of water moving to the, high, the place with the higher concentration gradient, there are a few places where... That's how I imagine okay. it sounds. There are a few places in day-to-day life where this happens that Tents? you might know. For you know example, when you're in bed in a tent and it's raining and your leg touches the side, it lets the water through? I don't know Because there are more people it... on the inside of the tent than on the outside on your pitch, so that is a higher sensation gradient than, than in the outside. No, but okay. Have you ever salted an aubergine, Laura? Excuse me, this podcast is for children. <laughs> Bloody hell, Harry. Um, I thought I found some water. It's quite old, I'm not going to drink it. Uh, salted an aubergine. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, have you? Yeah, pro- yeah, I've put salt on an aubergine before. I've never I thought mean, bef- to myself at the time, I'm doing an activity called salting an aubergine, but everything I eat's covered in salt, and I like to eat aubergine. But, I mean, have you ever salted an aubergine before you've cooked it to get all the water out? No. What? Oh, OK. What the How fuck are you talking that? about? How have you never done that? That's a Why really common... I- why would you get all the water? You cut out it of into it? slices, then you salt it. You leave it on some kitchen roll, and then it's nicer when you eat it. Is it? Yeah, it gets rid of like that rubberiness. I love that rubberiness. It feels like you're eating something <laughs> naughty. It feels like you're eating packing beans. <laughs> I love aubergines. You mouth freak. I, I actually think aubergines are like a prank. They're so different to all other natural foods that you're like, are you actually real? (laughs) What are you? (laughs) That's how I feel about bananas sometimes. Bananas just seem OP. Yeah. What are you then, eh? Are you all right? Are you magic? Who's put you up to Although I don't like aubergine enough to agree with you, but I do think that they're really different. I cut myself on an aubergine once. What? 
Yeah, I'd cooked an aubergine and the skin had gone sharp and it sliced my finger open. You wouldn't think an aubergine could do that to a person. (laughs) (laughs) God, if Darwin could see us now. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that would be a universal thing, salting aubergines. I don't know what you're talking about. Another one. Um, I've put salt on red wine when I've spilt it on the carpet. Uh, that's not really the same thing. Um, another one that, that comes up. This is why salt I put kills. Salt on tomatoes. That is the same thing. You see, that it brings all the liquid out. No, it brings the flavour out. Yeah, but you notice that if you salt them, there'll be more juice. Juice. <laughs> I've never noticed that. This is the same reason why salt kills slugs and snails. Oh no. Yeah, because they, you know, it's a very thin, like, membrane on their skin. They don't have, like, a protective skin layer like we do. That's why they have to cover themselves in slime. Oh, my God, so if I they lost run... two more toenails today. Ignoring that. If they run into salt... I actually half all of the... lost one. Do you it's still see? ignoring, mate. Look it's still this. ignoring. Look, if... it's like a, a right... Look! Raw, look. It's a I'm gonna right I'm going to look at it through my toe. water bottle like a basilisk. Can you see? Not saying anything, Ron. Yeah, because it makes it easier to edit the sound. <laughs> and finally, uh, it's via this process that salt causes high blood pressure. Can you think how that happens? Well, the slug is furious about the fact that you're killing it. So it's really angry. High Are we still talking about slugs? <laughs> no, people. People? Yeah, how does it cause high blood pressure in people? Well, if you're putting that much salt even on aubergines, you've probably got too much salt in your blood. Yes, but how does it cause the high blood pressure, whether there's a lot of it or not? Oh, your salt's in your veins and the blood can't get through? Think it, think it through <laughs> using information that you've been given today. <laughs> Don't just say something. <laughs> Does salt get out of you? No, the water gets out of you. Water sucks out your skin. Why would it do that? Because that's what you said happened to aubergines and slugs. <laughs> but you're not rubbing yourself in salt, are you? That Sometimes does happen. Sometimes you are bath salt. Yeah, if you spend if you spend a lot of time in the sea, stop shouting bath salts at me. If you spend a lot of time in the sea, your skin does dry out. And then you get higher blood pressure. <laughs> No, when you eat salt, how do you get high blood pressure? All the water goes into your tummy. Then you'd have high tummy pressure, but that's (laughs) not what we're talking about. All the water gets in your blood. Yes. So you eat lots of salt. Then there's lots lots of salt in your blood. So then the water, via osmosis, goes into your blood, and then you have a higher volume of blood, and then you get high blood pressure. So it's like a high diluted blood. That's what blood pressure is. Yeah, it's very wet blood. Why does water love salt so much? So really, we need to cure osmosis. And then we could have as much salt as we wanted. (laughs) Delicious, delicious salt. Now, we're about to finish on osmosis. Do you want to know why it happens? We've done already. Yeah, that's it. It's it's not a difficult concept. Great. Um, uh, Do you want to know how it works? Or no, not bothered. 
I feel like you want to tell me. <clears throat> I, I, I vehemently don't. <laughs> <laughs> then yes, please, I'd like to know. In the same way that when things diffuse, all the particles are just moving around freely and randomly. Right? Chaos theory like a dinosaur. Yep. And then you remember that they move, they spread out because when more of them are on one side... There's more percentages of them being on the other side. Yep, so there's a higher chance that they're going to move that way. Okay? They're going to they're move into the empty space just by probability. Yeah? Prob- remember that? Probability. I said so that. I do remember wa- it. I'm saying it. Water is doing the same thing. It's sort of freely moving around, okay? Yeah. When's... What are you doing? I've got to cut a bit of skin off my foot. That's foul. <laughs> well, don't you ask are. then if you don't want to know. <laughs> don't do it while we're working. It was getting stuck in the carpet. Foul. <laughs> So water is doing the same thing, So it's thing, just the right? same thing. Why can't we just call Oh, it my God. It's going to be the same thing if you interrupt me before I fucking explain it. Why? But if it's the same, it's the same. It doesn't need a different name. It's just water diffusion. Oh, let me finish, you okay. horrible troll. So water is doing the same thing, okay, where it's moving around freely. But when something is dissolved in water, the water interacts with it slightly. And then that means that that water is not moving around freely. It's interacting with the thing that's dissolved in it. So when there's a higher concentration on one side of the membrane, there's a net movement of water to that side until the concentrations are equal. Do you understand? Yes, Ron. Okay, cool. The last thing that you need to know is that osmosis is a passive process, so it doesn't take any energy, like diffusion. Brilliant. Okay. Next, we're going to learn about active transport. Next, you need to apologise for calling me a troll. (laughs) I shan't. Because <laughs> next thing I know, you're going to be cutting off more skin flaps and <laughs> interrupting me again. I'm not going to say anything for the rest of the podcast. Okay, neither am I. I'll apologise for calling you a troll if you apologise for interrupting me so much. I'm trying to learn, Ron. How do I learn otherwise? <laughs> Just don't interrupt when I'm halfway through explaining something, <laughs> asking about it or complaining about it. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupt so much, Ron. I'm sorry I called you a troll, Laura. <laughs> <clears throat> So now we're going to learn about active transport. Okay? Like the finger bus. I, I saw that on Twitter. Didn't get it. Don't get it now. What do you mean? What's the finger bus? What? What do you mean you saw it on Twitter? You saw the finger bus? What do you mean? <laughs> Someone tweeted about a finger bus. 
You don't know what the Venga bus is. The Venga bus is coming and everybody's I've heard of the Venga boys. New York to San Francisco and into city disco. The wheels are still a-turning and traffic lights are burning. So if you like to party, come on and move your body. Yeah, it's by the Venga boys, the Venga bus. Oh, I've heard of the Venga boys. I've never heard of the Venga bus before. The Venga bus is coming! <laughs> we like to party. We like, we like to party. We like to party. Oh, we're going to Ibiza. I know that one. Oh, back to the island. That's the Venga boys. I like that one. The Venga I bus remember is that from better. school discos. It's got the sound of bus noises in it. <laughs> Anyway, so active transport. So diffusion and osmosis, the two other processes that we've learned about moving stuff, those are obviously passive processes, don't take any energy from the, uh, from the, 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 the organism that's doing it. Whereas active transport is a way that cells can control what is going where by essentially pumping things across membranes. Okay? Like a little home office. Uh, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Hello, I'm the pretty Patel of the cell. Pretty Purcell. <laughs> and I'm in charge pretty of what comes Purcell. in and out of this cell. Good. <laughs> the Labour Party just um, want all movement to be passive, but in order to have the best Britain we can have, it needs just people with money. Thank you, goodbye. <laughs> oh, man, do we need to eat your heart out? <laughs> 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 right. Uh, so, so um, active transport, essentially, proteins are... There are proteins that can be in the membranes of cells, and they act like pumps. So when some, uh, when the thing that they work for is at the surface... Who do you work shloop. for? When the thing that they work for is there, they can shloop it through, basically, up a concentration gradient. Okay? Oh, you know my mate Barry? I'll let you through then. Thanks, pretty Purcell. I really appreciate it. There's active transport of ions and the roots of plants when they're getting stuff out of the soil, and there's also active transport of sugar molecules in cells for respiration purposes. Boop, 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 boop. I am the trunk of a tree. <laughs> I'm just letting all of the ions go up the tree like the M2... Boop, operation stack, we've got a backlog of ions going up to the leaves to make juicy, juicy fruit for me to eat. Boop, boop, ba-doo. Mm. <laughs> Is that okay? I understood that. Students should be able to... That's me! ...describe how substances are transported into and out of cells by diffusion, osmosis, and active transport and explain the differences between the three processes. So, very succinctly, (laughs) can you just do that? (laughs) Diffusion is when all the bibs in one stuff... It's too much. Near an empty pool of water. And they just gently mush across. Uh, Osmosis is when the water chases the salt 
into another place. And active transport is pumping things, protons, across stuff. Ions in a tree. Yeah, yeah, close enough, all right. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> what did I get uh, wrong? Nothing, just perfect. <laughs> so you said thing... succinctly, so I didn't give you all the detail. It was perfect. Oh, you're <laughs> I'm praising you. Yeah, but I know you don't mean it. Because you can't shake your head while you're saying, yeah, that was perfect. That isn't how people look when they're describing perfect. I shake things. my head. This is a podcast. I can see you. Yeah, but the listener can't. Well, I'm telling them he shook his head. But it was fine. Yeah, it's good. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Right, so. If I fail um, this GCSE, I'm going to be very mad at you. I'm going to be mad at myself, too. <laughs> uh, right. So the next thing, we're just, um, we, it just wants us to run through this again. We've already done this before. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it never ends, does it? You learn it once and they just go, oh, I just want to just do it again. Can you remember the, um, the, the, the different, you know, oh, fuck it, no, you won't. We're just, <laughs> just going to say it. This is such an angry episode. This this is so like why are you so furious with me? I'm trying. You're not really trying. What have I not tried? You just you just keep singing for extended. That's years. how I learn things, Ron. That's how you I did, learn. You did a long pretty Patel bit. But I've remembered that now. Pretty Purcell. She does the active transport. Boop, boop, boop. Hello, are you a protein? You will be very helpful to the economy of our body. Come inside. Please move to Manchester. We've got some redistribution to do. Because everything can't be in London. Boop, 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 boop. Then in a plant, the ions come in through the roots and then they drive down the M2 all the way to the petals. I take it all back. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry for calling you a troll earlier. <laughs> okay, it just wants us to go through again very quickly. Cells make up tissues. Tissues make up organs. Organs make up an organism, okay? Yes. Remember when we did that before? No, but I'm glad you've re- reminded me because I'll yeah. write that down now. Okay, do you want to just fire that one back at me? Just... Yes. And cells make tissues, tissues make organs, and organs give you an organism. Yes. When you're in a cell on your own, you get quite bored. You have to have a little wank. You need a tissue. What are you wanking with? Your organ. Uh Uh-oh, that feels nice. An organism! That's how I'll remember that. (laughs) Right. That seems a lot more laboured than just remembering four things, but you do. Well, you. how would you remember that just without it meaning anything? Well, I just just like I know what a cell is, so I can yeah. I can I can I can picture that being at the bottom. I know what an organ is, and I know what an organism is. So I guess I only have to really remember what a tissue is, and so I just do that, and then I move on. <laughs> well. 
The Lord works in mysterious ways, and in, in this analogy, I'm the Lord. So, we're going to learn about a specific set of organs now. We're going to learn about the human digestive system. Poop tube! Poop tube! The digestive system is an example of an organ system in which several organisms work together to digest and or absorb food. How many organs can you name involved in the digestive system, Laura? Uh, small intestine. That takes the water out of the food. No, that was the large intestine. Oh, I've been telling everyone that fact. (laughs) If the small intestine did it, it would be super dry before it got to the large intestine. What does the small intestine do? Takes the food out of the poo. Oh. Small intestine, though. Yeah, well, that's one. Large intestine. Yep, I it said that one. It takes the water out of the food. <laughs> the, um, the bowel. That's kind of a general word for intestines, to be honest. Oh. Uh, were you under the impression that the bowels were something else? Like your bowels? Yeah, I thought maybe that was a thing, like a big kidney or something. No, uh, sorry. I guess your stomach. Yep. Um, kidneys? No, not part of digesting. Part of we know digesting. what the kidneys do. We did that before. Is your your friend of mine the nephron? Yeah, but we is kind of like poo, isn't it? I don't know whether that. It's... it's not digesting, is it? It's cleaning the blood. Hmm. That's okay. You can say no. We can stop there. I don't want to. I'm still thinking. Are there more? I can think of two more. Okay, it goes in my tummy. Pancreas. Nope. Sphincter. Not an organ, but no. it is involved. Heart. No. Lungs. No. Think about it. Don't start just naming. Gallbladder. Yes. Wicked. But you can have that removed, um, so it can't be that important. We'll talk about the gallbladder later, actually. And I've actually got a suggested analogy for you for that. Ooh. Okay, New feature so, on the podcast, Ron's suggested analogy. Yeah, more and more I try and lean into your madness just to see if it helps things stick. <laughs> so today we're going to learn about enzymes. What was the last one? Oh, the colon. I said bumhole. You said sphincter. What's the difference? We've said three different things, so that should be a clue. It's the a sphincter is like... The sphincter is a muscular ring, and actually you have, I think, like, seven or something sphincters in your body. That's not your only one. Oh. What you're you're actually talking about is the anus. And then the colon is the six-inch bit between the anus and the large intestine. Oh. Are you laughing at the word anus? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Funny word. Uh, Okay. So we're going to learn about enzymes now, and no, not the boy band with just Tim Timberlake. Tell <laughs> <laughs> hey, all seven were... of my sphincters just tightened when you said that. <laughs> but you might remember it now. Hey, Tom, you... do you know you've got seven sphincters? What? Tom's bringing me a cup of tea. This is all this nonsense science Ron makes me learn. You've got seven hey. bumholes, mate. I think it's seven. What? How many? Sphincters aren't necessarily bumholes. How do you know a sphincter isn't a bumhole? It's just a muscle type, isn't it? 
Can you hear him, Ron? Yeah. Is he oh, right? actually, oh, I've Googled this. There are actually 50 or 60 different... There's 50 or 60? Different types of sphincters, different so there must be loads bubbles. more than that. No. <laughs> He's just littered with bubbles. <laughs> oh, but then this one's saying, what are the five sphincters in your body? Two that eyeballs, right. a bum hole, mouth, one of your ears. <laughs> but then this one's saying, what are the six sphincters of the digestive Bye. tract? I don't thanks for the tea. So, yeah, you are riddled with bum holes, mate. Whoa, 90% bum hole. That's the name of my next Edinburgh show. <laughs> anyway. Um, so when someone calls you an arsehole, you're like, percentage-wise, yes, mate. I am at least... 5% arsehole. I'm actually a multitude of arseholes. <laughs> Anywho, right, we're learning about enzymes. Do you know what an enzyme is? Uh, no. Enzymes are biological catalysts. Do you know what a catalyst is? Catalyst is a thing that helps another thing happen. Yep, absolutely. So catalysts are something that speed up a reaction. It's the Crucially, catalyst, a wine with- mixer. Crucially, without being used up themselves in the process. Crucially. That's really the difference. Struggling to focus today, Ron. No fucking shit. <laughs> so. Tell you why there's no shit? Because all fifty sphincters are on lock. <laughs> so why that's crucial that's the difference between like a catalyst and an accelerant or something what is what I've missed a big part the fact that the the catalyst doesn't get used up in in the process of the reaction just doesn't give of itself no just provides a place for it to happen exactly yeah it's just a location the Catalina wine mixer still survives it speeds up business, but Catalina is not used up in the yeah. process. All right, that's a good way to remember that. <laughs> there you go, that's a freebie. <laughs> Do you know what bit I'm doing? Are you doing the um, Porti the Volare? Yeah. Yeah. Such a good film. <laughs> Lumberjack! Anyway, <laughs> um, so Specifically, how enzymes work is quite complex, but the simplified method that we need to learn about is called the lock and key method, okay? Lock and key! So, each enzyme will have a specific reaction that it catalyzes, right? Okay? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, okay... What's an enzyme? It's a biological catalyst. An enzyme is a, a biological... Are they in washing powder? Sometimes, yes. In bio-washing powder, yeah. They, they used to take them from cows. An enzyme. Enzyme. So an enzyme is a catalina. It's a catalyst. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to make notes so that it makes sense. Um, And an enzyme, you only do one type of business at an enzyme. Um, Broadly. You don't go... They have specific ones. Yeah. Yeah. Each enzyme is its own different trade fair. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. All right. And, yeah, so... Enzymes are globular proteins, okay? Globular? 
Yes. I'm here for that word. Globular. So there are different types of protein. There are um, globular ones and there are fibrous ones. That's not an actual science word, is it? Globular. Yeah, globular. Like globular. a globule. Sounds like um, what's a face in 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 that thing? <laughs> what? Karen Gillan sounds like her in uh, Marvel. Globular and Santorino, or whatever they were called. I have no idea. Oh, where's Tom when you need him? Shout for him, he'll get it. I'll ring him. All right. Hang on. Hang on. I'll sort this. I'm going to text some people while you do this. Hello? Hi, Tom. What do I mean when I say Karen Gillan in that thing with... She's called Globular and her sister's called, like, Santorini. Guardians of the Galaxy. You're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Her name's Nebula. There we go. Thank you. Love you. Bye. So, enzymes are globular proteins. That means that they're not fibres. They're basically like little globules, okay? Globules. I like enzymes. They sound down to earth. Enzymes are cool. This is, like, loads of what I studied at university. They have a feature on them called the active site. This is like the epicentre of the trade fair, okay? This is where the reaction takes place. Right. Write down also that we're learning about the lock and key method because that's, that's about to come in. I've done that, but just to annoy you, I've spelt it like a Scottish lock and then a key side. All right, Swampy. <laughs> so the shape of the active site... Aye, match. the lock and key! Welcome to the lock and key. We've got a seafood special for you tonight. Would you like some garlic prawns? Doesn't it sound like a fancy hotel and a harbour? What I didn't like was that you didn't get enough of a reaction over the way you spelt it so that you had to do that. (laughs) Just give me the reaction I'm looking for when I first seek it. And then I don't have to misbehave, do I? I'm sorry. So... (laughs) The shape of the active site is going to match whatever needs to react there. They'll slot in like a like a key into a lock, okay? Like that cool toy we used to have. You know that ball that had yellow handles and you pulled it apart and all the things fell out and then you put them in there, in the colours? It was no, red on one side and blue on the other side. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And then, right, so basically those will go into the active site of the enzyme the reaction will happen and then they'll leave the active site. The enzyme hasn't been used up because it's a catalyst and then it can carry on doing its job, okay? This thing, do you remember it? Yes, I do. Yes, I remember it. I described that really well. Good job. What were you talking about while I was doing that? (coughs) How enzymes work. Do you want to just (laughs) fire that back at me? This Uh, is... They have... An active site, uh, and it is the shape of the enzyme that's going to get jiggy on it. No, the, the enzyme has the active site. Oh. Uh, then it's got an active site, and I think you stopped talking then. Christ, this is like playing Chinese <laughs> Whisper. It's really, really horrible. Well... It's, well, basically, you're going to say that that specific shape is the same shape as whatever's happening on it. Of the things that need to react, yeah. Lock what, and key. What is sense. reacting? 
So there are uh, like we like we went through before. There are different enzymes for different reactions. Okay, yeah, but what do you mean by reactions? What reactions? So there might be some enzymes that break down different molecules into smaller bits. That's obviously what most of the digestive ones do, because their job is to take the big food that you eat, like you take a you take a mouthful of basil or something, and then the enzymes in your stomach are going to break that down into small, tiny bits of basil. So have that I got can... specific basil enzymes? Then no, that was that. Um, it will be. So we can go through a couple of the different types now, um, if you want. So you've got um, proteases for proteins, lipases for lipids or fats, carb- carbohydrates for carbohydrates, you see? And they're all just hanging out until I eat some of those. Yep, and then they then they start catalyzing these reactions. Catalyzing. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's the lock and key method, okay? I'm almost certainly going to put that in the quiz, so just... I've written it down, Ron. Knuckle that into your head. I've drawn a picture. Did you bring the bread that I asked you to bring? Was that a serious request? Yeah, go get some bread. I'm not going to get bread. It's all the way downstairs. Ask Tom for bread. Tom, I think we'll start getting annoyed if I keep ringing him. Do I need some bread? Yeah, go get some bread. Am I allowed to eat it? You, you, that's what you're going to do. And then are we going to cut me open? No, just go get some bread, please. Okay, shall I pause the recording? Uh, it's, I'll, I'll see what I come up with and maybe edit it out. Okay, I'm going to get bread. Jesus uh, Need a wee, might go for a wee. Hello. Hi, Ron. I got scared that I wouldn't be funny on my own, so I went for a wee. Oh, yeah, that, that's hilarious. Um, I've got some bread. Okay. All right, what you're going to do is take, yeah, take a bite of the bread and then just keep chewing it. Don't swallow it, okay? Don't swallow. Don't swallow, just keep that chewing. That flies in the face of all the advice I've ever been given. Disgusting, I am your brother. Ugh, a woodlouse just fell into <laughs> my room. Be free, friend, before the cat eats you. Oh no, I launched it into the radiator. Oh, Rom. Keep chewing. I really want to swallow it. Don't. Keep chewing. <laughs> How's that going? Not really anything to chew. A pulp. Keep chewing. I'm just mushing it with my tongue now. That's fine, that's fine. Just keep chewing, holding it in your mouth. You should notice, after a little while, that the bread starts to taste sweet. Yeah? (laughs) Is that happening? Not really. Keep going. I can't not swallow it now. It's just going down on its own. (laughs) Keep chewing. Mum, Keep chewing! (laughs) I do. Rum! <laughs> Keep 
chewing? Is it getting sweet? No. <laughs> this isn't science. This is science. Keep chewing. <laughs> Why don't you do this too? Because <laughs> I'm the teacher. I don't have any bread. Well, I've swallowed most of it now. <laughs> right, swallow it then. But it's just going down. <laughs> it's starting think... to taste like glue. A sweet glue? No. <laughs> Let me try again. Maybe I'll miss the sweet bit. Uh, eat loads of it. Get more. <laughs> <laughs> Buy off more. Laura's struggling to chew this amount of bread now. It's so dry. <laughs> you need more spit in your mouth. Gargle. <laughs> Man, my jaw is crunchy. <laughs> so I guess while Laura's doing this, I'll just explain what's going on. So one of the <laughs> carbohydrates um one of the, the enzymes that breaks down carbohydrates is one called amylase that exists in your saliva. And what it does is it breaks down starch uh, in, to make glucose. So there's starch in bread. Um, so the longer Laura chews the bread, the more it's going to start breaking down the starch and it's going to make glucose. The other word for glucose is sugar, common sugar. So if you ever want just a sweet treat, go chew some bread. Maybe it's not working because it's brown bread. Maybe, maybe it has less starch in it because it's, it's brown really bread. It's horrible, Rum. It tastes like glue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you can stop. It actually, it got nastier tasting the more I chewed it. That's yeah. Maybe it's because it's brown bread. Um, Shall I go and get some white bread? No, enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so that's kind of enzymes. Um, we did our first ever live experiment on, <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Didn't go well. Um, did you hear my Could've explanation? Could have been worse, though. I didn't choke. Yeah, you didn't die. Um, did you understand slash clock what I was saying while you were doing that? I've written down Amelie Spit. Amylase is in your spit. Amylase. So um, you can always tell an enzyme because it'll have A's at the end of it. So you remember it was proteases, lipases, carbohydrates, They're from New York. They're the boys. I'm an enzyme. A's. Yeah, so that's in your spit. It's going to... Starch is a large molecule of glucose, essentially. So what it does is it then starts chopping it up into little glucose molecules. The other word for glucose, as you know, is sugar. Fructose. Fructose is a different type of sugar. Glucose. There's one called galactose. Globular. Globular. From the galactose enterprise. The last thing that we're going to learn is about bile. Do you know what bile is? Stomach acid. 
No, the opposite, actually. It neutralises the stomach acid. Oh. <laughs> it neutralises the stomach. It's very alkaline. So it neutralises the stomach acid so you don't literally just digest your own ass. It also emulsifies fats that are in your in what you've eaten so that they're easier to break down because then they're dissolved and then the lipases can get at them and um, cut them up into small little bits of fat. Sometimes I'm listening to you, but I'm not hearing you. <laughs> what, what about that was... No, no, I can't even say it didn't make sense or didn't have logic. I was just listening to every word you said and thinking about something completely different while you said it. Oh, well, how about this? My suggested um, (laughs) analogy to help you remember this, because bile is stored in the gallbladder, remember? We we said we'd talk about the gallbladder earlier. You've got some gall. So I thought this, maybe Bile could be Asterix Mr. Bile, that's what I'm getting confused with, because he's in Monsters, Inc. But I thought Bile could be... Don't walk away. I'm here, I'm just putting this bread out the window. Why? For the birds. I don't want it, it wasn't very nice. Okay. Sorry, so, I'm back. So, suggested so, analogy time. Yeah, so I thought bile. Let's could get be a ast- new sting for Ron's suggested analogy. Go. That's the sting. I thought bile could be Asterix and Obelix because they live in the gallbladder. Okay, okay. And the acid could be the Romans because they neutralised the Romans. And then I kind of lost it with the fats that they emulsify, but maybe that's like the secret potion or something. Yeah. I loved it, Ron. Yeah. What's emulsify mean? So you know how oil and water don't mix? Yeah. Emulsification is basically the the process of getting them to mix. Do you remember the the men that... The men that stand in a line. Oh, um, they are my best favourite bit of this whole podcast. Yeah. So basically, uh, emulsifiers are molecules exactly like that, where they're hydrophilic, a.k.a. love water. Hydrophilic? Why, it's greased lightning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I'm not editing this episode. So they're hydrophilic at one end. Do you want to see my birth certificate? All right. We're not going to talk about emulsions anymore. Yeah, I am listening. I just wanted to show you this. It's good. It's very good. What are you saying? Emulsifying. No, it's not even in the syllabus. You just asked and I was going to tell you, but we don't I I want to hear it, please. So you remember our little men that stand in a line in the membrane? Yeah, Michael Flatley. Yeah. So they have... Their their head is charged and it likes water, right? Yep. And then their their tails don't like water. Yeah. Hydrophobic and hydrophilic. Hydrophilic. Yeah. So that that's what emulsifiers are like because then the the tails can go into the the fat and then the heads can go into the water and then they can all mix up essentially. Perfect sense. It does, doesn't it? And um, that that's it for today. How are oh. we doing for time? I don't know because we spent a lot of time going to get bread and doing other things. Yeah, we so did. So it's probably an episode, isn't it? 
Well, I've made a lot of notes, Ron. Good, good. I think all of that makes sense, though, right? Like, <laughs> none of it's just, like, made up. Um... Well, it's all made up, isn't it? <laughs> when I'm making notes, they make so much sense. Then when I look back at them, what I've written down today, I've written biology at the top of the page. And Brilliant. then I've written, use salt to kill slugs. <laughs> oh, so you actually just made zero notes on how that works or why that happens. <laughs> Water chases salt. Uh... And then an enzyme is a Catalina. An enzyme equals one type of business. <laughs> Globular in capital letters. Globules next to it in small letters. Lock and key. And I've drawn a picture of a pear next to that. Amelie, spit. Enzymes are from New York. <laughs> well, we'll see how you do on the quiz in just a few moments. <sighs> Hello, Ron. Hello. Oh, my God. Um, I really look forward to doing these recordings, and then we sit down to do the quiz, and I can't even remember what we did last time. Sometimes I feel like that too, and I'm I'm excited for a chord day, and then I start doing the research for it, and I, I, I just get this impending sense of dread. Yeah. Right, hang on, where's my notepad? Um... What? Oh, I've tucked some stuff in it. What were we doing? What notes have I got from last time? Globular. Amelie? Oh. Amelie is spitting. Enzymes are from New York. Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> well, let's before, start the quiz. Before we jump into the quiz, Laura, uh, last time you were set some homework. Was I? To go, yeah, to go make Tom and your friend Leanne or whatever, Jacqueline. Jacqueline? Yeah. Yeah, chew some, some bread. bread. Did I they do that? to do it, Ron. For fuck's sake. The dog ate my homework and she didn't <laughs> that find would it have sweet been, either. <laughs> that would have been closer to what you should have done. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I, yeah, I'm bad at that. Forgot it. Well, that's fine. Um, well, maybe I'll set some more homework after this no, one. No, don't, because I'm bad at it. Right, are you ready for the quiz? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, buddy! Quiz me! Today's quiz, for those following along at home, is out of... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight points. Hot cuisine! Ooh-hoo! Um, okay, number one... What for two for two, there's two things you need to say as part of this answer. We're gonna start doing this a little bit more official like, okay? Oh no, um, don't. Don't get strict with me. I'm not in a position to be stricted on. Well, it's just because I'm I'm bored of being sort of talked into giving you marks. <laughs> it's like, um, well, if you kind of think about it, it is what I said really, or it's at least what I meant while I was saying something else. Um then I, th- I figured, <laughs> are you crying? No, I was burping. <laughs> okay. okay, so two marks, two things you need to say as part of your answer. Question one, what is osmosis? 
And are there going to be specific words you want me to use? Yes, there's at least four things you need to mention. Four? I've managed to sum it up in a... One, two, three, four... Did we do I haven't even written down osmosis. In a 12-word sentence, I've gotten both marks. I haven't even written down the word osmosis in my notes. I've got to we start making better notes. Yeah, we talked about osmosis for the majority of the last episode, I think. God, what happens to my brain in these weeks? <laughs> um, Osmosis. Right, let me say it my way, and then I will... This isn't my answer. I'm working out my answer, and then I'll try and convert it into Ron speak. It's like slurping it across the membrane, isn't it? It's like... Slurping what? Water. Absorbing water across a membrane. That's one, Mark. That's one? I said yeah. loads of stuff. The movement of water across a membrane, ding, one mark. And there's only one more mark, isn't there? There's only one more mark, yeah. Um, Salt? In the right ballpark. Uh, it's concentration gradient of salt will make water do osmosis. He's doing a half nod, but he looks pained. So well, I need to say more. Slugs! Slugs! No, 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 no. Like, think, formulate a sentence before you start speaking. Because <laughs> you, you came up with salt and then concentration and then tried to, like, build the sentence from there. Use those things, but just, like, plan for it. Hello. My name is The Salt, and you've got less salt than me, so I need why, some water. Why are you doing a role play? You said to formulate a sentence. I said, formula, I said plan a sentence, <laughs> not do a role play. That wasn't part of it. Uh, if you have more salt in your <laughs> blood... Why are you doing it now in the style of, like, an advert? <laughs> because you said to plan a sentence and I'm trying to. Um, I don't like planning sentences. I like just talking and seeing what happens. Um, hey, guys, if you've got too much salt... <laughs> you can... It's not a tweet. We don't need a tweet. I don't know how to do this. Just... If there's too much salt in a thing, the water will come and get in it to to calm down the salt. I'm going to give you half a mark for the second bit. Because okay. I think you know what you mean. <laughs> As I'm saying what I mean. So... Here's what you. Here's if what you. You need. are just about. I know you were just about to say exactly what I just said. No. Movement of water across a membrane from yep. low concentration to high concentration. Said that. No, you didn't. did. Did said concentration gradient. Yes, but you didn't say from <laughs> low to high. You just said what you said was salt concentration <laughs> gradient. Hey guys. 
Because you are flustering me. Okay, I think that's generous, one and a half. But So there you go. Okay. Question number two, again for two points. Why would an organism invest energy in active transport? <laughs> the lock and key method? No. <laughs> um. Don't look at your notes. There's nout there. <laughs> what was I writing down then? Oh, I'm going to make such good notes in today's episode for next week. Um, would it be because they are transporting something that can't be? Diffused or osmostified. Osmorphed. What was it? Osmorph. Osmorphing. Morph? Have you got your window open? Mm hmm. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like if you needed to move ATP around, maybe that can't go by osmorphing. What is this word? I've got it out of my head. Osmosis. Osmosis. I need to write that down. My pen. So you've named the two passive processes there: diffusion and osmosis. Yeah. Those are both dictated by concentration gradients. Yeah. So active transport. We did this last time. Yeah, we did. We've done it for like the last two biologies, really. Um, So active transport. Is allow. when you haven't got a concentration gradient. Or? A membrane? No. <laughs> <laughs> a solution? No. <laughs> Gravity? It's when there isn't a concentration gradient, or you need to move something... Bigger. The, the wrong way, up or down the concentration gradient. Oh. Okay. Also, to move things quickly. You might need Nil to close your quoi. window, it's very noisy. Okay. Also, to move things quickly. So, okay. Neil Poir. <laughs> question two. I don't remember doing that. I don't think we talked about that. We certainly did. Um, question three for one point. What is a catalyst? Oh! I've, I've just realised you don't get points in a quiz, do you? You get marks in, like, a school I like quiz. giving points. It feels more showbiz. Um, okay. A catalyst is a place where a thing can happen. It's like a... It's a... It's a site that allows a, a reaction to take place and speeds it up it's there's one there's there's one thing you need to say <laughs> it's an enzyme no enzymes are catalysts uh it's neutral i can't give this no to you can't okay? come on i did say it. a catalyst no. is like a it's like a place where a thing happens it's not even necessarily a place i was being quite nice by letting that slide a catalyst is something that speeds up a reaction without being used up itself 
okay. Catalyst doesn't get used up. Yeah, that's the really crucial bit because there are other things that can speed up a reaction, but if they get used up themselves, they're like an accelerant or something. Okay. Whereas a catalyst is in its original form at the end of the reaction. And then your thing with it being a place, that is kind of true of enzymes, but not necessarily all catalysts. Because you can just add stuff to in a reaction. It can be a catalyst without it, you know, and it could also be in solution or something like that. Okay. Okay, the next one. For one mark, out of this multiple choice, you're going to tell me which of the following is an enzyme. Please be amylase. A. Aminopeptone. B. Lipase. C. Ethylgizamine. <laughs> D. <laughs> Extractalin B. I'm going to say the one lipase because I've written down A's. Enzymes are from New York. So I think things that end in an A's are enzymes. Yes, it is lipase. Well First done. First useful note. First <laughs> useful note. <laughs> Did it help that I laughed while saying ethylgizamine? <laughs> What is lempylgizamine? Ethylgizamine? <laughs> it's nothing. I made that up. That's why I think it's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, all of the other ones are fake things that are made up to sound science-y. Um, and then question number five. What does lipase do? Uh, dissolves fat. It does digest fat. Yes! Well done. How did you remember that? Liposuction. Yes, because a lipid is another word for a fat. Yes. And they, you were explaining to me, fats and oils don't mix together and that's a membrane is like lipids and water. And the, the lipids are on membrane. one side. Yeah. But liposuction. Liposuction, see. That made me... Do you know what film that's from? Poala! Uh, suck in the cheeks! No, it's Richie Rich. Oh. You know when she's doing the mountain? It's been maybe 18 years since I've seen Richie Rich. You brought it up the other day, though. You said it was like the goo in Richie Rich. Oh. It's on uh, Netflix, I think. Well, maybe not in Brussels, though. Stupid Brussels. We're too heavy into Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the moment. Yeah. We just finished Shit's Creek. Me for the th- anyway, this is no way to <laughs> end an episode. Um, all right, how many did I get then? Like two. One and a half plus one plus one. Three and a half. Three and a half out of eight. Ugh, all right. Ron, I can't believe how little you came up with when I went to get bread. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> I thought there'd be at least, like, a minute before you petered out, but no. No, no, I'm not a confident man. Also, how are you so young that you don't know what a Wenger bus is? If anybody's listening and is equally as outraged as me that Ron... So I do another podcast, the National Treasures podcast, and um, on our Patreon podcast we do years and years and we look at births and deaths from years in history and will my co-host on that finds it weird when like i can't remember like the last emperor of japan or something was died the same year taylor swift was born i find it creepy that you are a grown adult that i'm talking to and who knows about things but you don't know what the venga bus is yeah but when i was at school discos getting 
fucked up on Panda Pop. I thought you were going to uh, say fingered for a second, and then <laughs> I was taking a sip of tea as you did it. And honestly, all of that upper arm kissing bile came straight back up <laughs> the back of my throat. <laughs> yeah, when I was at school, discos getting pegged out by the bins. Um, you know, things like that. I'm picturing a bin pegging you. <laughs> Don't. Um, Things like the Venga bus would come on and we'd listen to it. It was like, that was basically oldies to us. Oh my God, that's like your Boney M. It's like my Boney M, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it'd come on, you'd be like, oh yeah, bangers. Um, it's like the Beatles or something. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, you're too young. You're just too young. Get older, please. Um, I've thought of a correction to my pretty Purcell political topical comedy... It can now be Sella Braverman. Sue Sella Braverman? Sue Sella Braverman, yeah. All right. Mm, we'll think about it. Let us know which you prefer. Sue Sella Braverman, maybe that is better. Damn it, Ron. I, Sella I, I saw your notes and I didn't change it because I wanted to up, upstage you on the podcast. <laughs> Why did you take my one thing? <laughs> Your one thing is not Suella Braverman name puns. <laughs> You're not even really a political satirist. No, because it just makes people angry and I didn't really get into comedy to yeah, be shouted at all the time. Yeah, the internet's a very strange place at the moment. Yeah. Um, anywho, so um, on the merch front, because we have been discussing this just, you know... We, we don't even know if we'll do much, but we'd like to be in a position to be able to do much as the little podcast grows and grows. Um, leading suggestions so far are Tide Protection Helmet baseball caps and notepads, but maybe with, you know, the, the left-hand side of the page that nobody likes writing on? No. Yeah. You, right, here's a notepad. Yeah? Yeah. You know how when you're writing, you don't you hate the bit where you've got right on that side of the page, when it's open That's flat. That's the right hand side. No, it isn't. That's left if you're writing in it. The oh, oh that whole page. Yeah, it's horrible to write on because it's not as flat and squashy as the other side. I don't. I don't really write in notebooks, to be honest. I don't think I've written with a pen in the last four weeks. Ron, that's so sad for all your pens. Um, well, I was thinking on that side of the notes, we could put my notes from my notepad. I wasn't thinking that. Somebody suggested that. But I was thinking it could go there. That's... God, I'm tired. Okay, so those are the, <laughs> those are the merch suggestions so far. Let us know if you have any further suggestions. Um, I think that's it from us this week. I think that's it, yeah. It was a lovely episode. We loved doing it. We're back. What? We're back. Talking. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you went on holiday for two weeks. Oh, okay. We're back. back. I thought you were going to carry that on to like we're back next week with blah blah blah. No, we're just we're just back. We're back. Yeah. So have a lovely kiss on the upper arm from us. And a kiss on the back of the knee from me. (laughs) We'll see you next week when we're back to chemistry. Bye. Class dismissed. 